Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. Today in the podcast, we are talking about something that comes up all the time. Fixed term versus month to month. You know, is it protecting the tenant? Is it protecting the investor? What's better? What's worse? Adrian, I know you've got a really good story on this one. So let's let our listeners hear about that first. Well, if there were hills behind me, I would be running for them. Um, So it's personal preference. And I'm sure that there are good arguments to be made for both month to month or short term rentals and long-term rentals, aka fixed-term. My own personal experience with short-term was very negative. It was about, I want to say, seven years ago. already owned a portfolio of long-term rentals, uh, duplexes, threeplexes, fourplexes, etc., and found a fully furnished executive triplex that was uh, like an Airbnb, VRBO, etc., executive rentals. And I saw the pictures and I'm like, wow, this is like ready to go. It's been running as a short-term rental in a pristine area. This is the cat's meow. And you look at how the Performa was presented. I'd never seen such a Performa before for a rental property. So I was like, you know, just salivating. Okay, make the offer, offer accepted, obviously conventional with 20% down. And lo and behold, bank asks for a copy of the leases. Well, it's a short-term rental. There are no leases. Okay, well, the traditional rental financing program at the time does call for term leases. That's just how that lender is set up, right? So long and the short of it, we were able to get an exception. We ended up having to put 25% down because there were no long-term leases in place. Okay, take possession. So now, We know long-term rental lease agreements, right? We know move-ins, move-outs, condition reports, annual inspections, et cetera. Well, imagine having to do that on either a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. So instead of renting out once per year, you have to lease it out or or hotel it out on a more regular basis. Different skill set, different business. That would be my first warning. I think you've got to choose a path. You've got to be in one or the other. Once we kind of got a little bit of a knack of it and learned how to have a cleaning service go in and do the laundry and thoroughly clean everything for the next guest, we're beyond the word resident now. It's literally a guest, right? You're basically a hospitality operator. So if you can come to terms with that and you can come to terms with that hospitality guests come in different types, etc. Uh, it's a lot more stressful than long-term tenants. Three months in, we thought, you know, yes, it's like double or triple the returns of a long-term investment, but the work is more than double or triple. So we immediately got rid of or sold the furniture and converted what we bought to be a short-term rental back to a standard triplex with term leases have never looked back, very happy with it. Actually, the main floor tenant is still in that property 
today, the first tenant that we placed seven years ago, because it is such a unique property, such a high quality property with almost like a hotel type garden in the front, et cetera, that we've kept up. But yeah, so personally, not a fit. If you're going to do it, be sure to choose the one path or the other. And you know, that focus, focus on a niche, be really good at it, but just be aware you are then no longer a property manager. You are a hospitality operator, which is a different profession. And I'd be happy to intensely engage in a conversation with someone who disagrees with me because I was very emotional about it at the time. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Well, I'm sorry that all happened to you, but I would say that it was probably your lack of process and systems when it comes to dealing with short term that really caused you a lot of pain, which is what we talk about a lot yes. in our in our podcast. We actually have another podcast that we recorded quite a while ago called Tenants or Guests or Guests or Tenants. And that really dealt kind of with a, a similar thing, dealing with that really short-term type of clientele, because it is very different. So when it comes to month-to-month versus fixed term, I, I do get a lot of questions when it comes to this, because owners are like, well, will you allow month-to-month um, because we don't want to deter tenants? And then tenants will come to us and say, well, can we go month to month because blah, 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 we have for some reason, right? And most of our offices across Canada, initially, your initial term is going to be a year. And there's some really good reasons for it. So reason number one is we're looking for people who are transient. We're looking for people who want to make this house a whole. And that brings people who are willing to lock in. And then there's some safeguards for both sides. The investor knows they've got someone who's financially bound to that property for the next year. And the tenant also knows what their rent is going to be for the next year. Each province is different as to how much notice, so I won't get into that. But our market right now where rents have been going up steadily for the last couple of years, it does give the tenants a little bit of of reassurance. And then I had a really interesting story or I have an interesting story on why this is added to protection for tenants and tenants don't always look at it from this point. So Lots of times a tenant will come in, we've locked them in for a year, that year comes up for renewal, and then they come back and they're like, well, can we just go month to month? We're like, well, you've you've proved yourself, you've been there for a year, sure, we'll put you month to month. So this happened, and then literally two months after that, the owner decided they wanted to sell the property. And the tenant's like, now you're going to show the property, this isn't fair, I don't want to have to like clean the house, and now, oh, now now we're going to have to move, and I'm like, yeah, but when we sent the renewal for a year, if you would have signed it, this wouldn't have happened. Right. Because when a property sells, then the the lease goes with it. So most in the single family space, it's not very often that uh, somebody wants to put their house for sale with a tenant in it because it's usually not going to be necessarily bought by another investor. So the tenant themselves could have had the added protection if they would have signed for a year because they had no intention of moving. They just kind of wanted that leverage point of, of being month to month, which didn't make any sense. So I love fixed term leases. I think that they add so much protection for both the investor and the tenant. And I think that that's how you feel as well. A hundred percent. And I don't want to take anything away from people that are in fact in the short term rental business. There is a very good business model there. It's just about being focused. My argument is you cannot do both well. And from an investor perspective, from personal experience, I find that long-term fixed-term 
leases for an investment property have a much better um, longevity and result, long-term investment return on investment than short-term. I think short-term is short-term. I think you've got a year or two, sometimes three or four years of, of a great time. And then all of a sudden, gosh, a pandemic happens. And all of a sudden, there are no short-term renters for a year or two, right? Or maybe there are because they don't want to go to hotels, right? Lots of different arguments there. But I think that we are on the same page, which we most usually are. Usually are. Yeah. But I was surprised when you said you agree with me and your comment was 100%. So that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.